Yes, that line falls on the right face. Not that Maggie's back in Monday morning. McMonagle here with you. Taking your phone calls at 877-337-6666 for the next three hours until 5 a.m. Fliegelman's on the other side and both of us are dealing with these two franchises that continue to get under your skin and piss you off. That's right, I said both. That's right, I said both. I know one of them won. I'm aware. I watch the games, but they both piss us off. As the Jets, let's start there because they're just a disaster. What an absolute joke this team is, this franchise is. It's just embarrassing. I mean, we talk about it, right? Like, you know, we talked about it all week. Miraculously enough, you're still in a position against the, a team that's floundering here in Buffalo that lost the week before to Denver. Somehow you still found yourself, you know, while we, we talked all about it, the Bengals lose, Burrow, uh, you know, you look at the, the, the landscape of the AFC playoff picture, and somehow, miraculously, despite the fact that you are the worst offense that we've ever seen, you still find yourself in a position to maybe, maybe keep your season alive. And that's how the day started, right? With the the idea of, of, of Aaron Rodgers coming back. Glazer's on TV talking about, I know it sounds crazy, but he's talking about practicing in December 2nd. He's talking about, you know, playing sometime in mid-December. And the Jets believe this. And if they can only stay relevant. And with all that... With all that, the idea of actually having a season here, all the the players-only meetings and everything going on with this team. Right from the jump, they fumble the football. And you can, on the opening kickoff, and you can almost seal the deal right then and there. Because we, we talk about the template the Jets have for winning football games. Right? We talk about the template. And it's playing excellent defense. It's being great on special teams. It's running the football. And it's not turning the ball over. That's it. That's the only way they win. And they have the slightest of margins because of how terrible this offense is. The slightest of margins. They can't stray from that template but a single play. And to open the game, the special teams fumble the football. But that's okay, right? That's okay. All right, listen, it's, it's tough. Uh, that's a tough thing to overcome. But hey, the defense holds them to three. The defense does its job and holds them to three points. How will the offense respond? We know how the offense will respond. That was the game right there. Let's be totally honest. The rest of it's a damn blowout, and obviously the quarterback change, and we'll get into it. But this game is lost when this offense continues to do what this offense does under Zach Wilson, and do absolutely nothing. They get the benefit of 15-yard penalty on that opening drive after the three points and still do nothing. The defense that gives up big plays later in the game, no doubt, finally broke down after weeks of watching this offense do nothing for them. Weeks of three and outs and no points. Weeks of, especially in the first half, 
God forbid this team gets out to a lead. We talk about it over and over again. They have now been shut out in seven of the ten first quarters they have played this year. There is zero offense to start this game, ever. They never start with any offense. And the defense held them in this game a, a little bit early on. They give up big plays later. Okay, they get beat on swing passes out of the backfield on two different touchdowns. All right, they get beat for a big play. This was not their best game. This is not the game that you go and talk about how great the defense is. I get it. But early on in this game, they give them a chance. And this offense does nothing. Nothing. And listen, it's the play caller. It's the pass blocking. It's that they can't run the football. I mean, how about be creative in your run game? Do something. You get absolutely nothing out of the run game, and then you abandon it. Deuce, you know what the quarterback is, right? Do something creative with this run game. Have something else besides running between the tackles, and then when it doesn't work with all, just abandoning the run game and trying to make screen passes your run game. Because I'll tell you what, you want to, you want to, you want to know what a screen pass looks like in the Zach Wilson era? It looks like him... Throwing the ball directly into the dirt and us calling it a good play. That's what a screen pass, that's what the screen game is for this New York Jet football team under Zach Wilson. He throws it in the dirt and everyone goes, wait, no, 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 that's, that's not grounding, that's not grounding, it's a screen. Oh, okay, it's not grounding. That's the screen game. This offense stinks and finally, finally, finally. They decide to pull the quarterback for Tim Boyle. I mean, never mind the fact it's 29 to 6 when they do it. Can you do it when it might actually impact the game? Because here's the honest to God truth. All right, here's the truth Zach Wilson is not the only issue with this offense. I've never claimed he was the only issue. I don't think any of his detractors have claimed he's the only issue. The offensive line is not very good. He, they, they were getting to him real early and real fast, and he didn't have a lot of time in the early parts of this game. They are without question dropping passes. And the offensive play caller is inept, at least with Zach Wilson. So I'll give him that. All right, I'll give Zach Wilson that. But the fact of the matter is he can't complete a reception to a, to a wide receiver. How many weeks can you go on like this? How long does it take? He throws that interception. It's 9 nothing. It leads to a touchdown to make it 16 nothing. That's it. Pull him because we know, despite all of the uh, the player-only meetings, despite all the confidence the coach shows him, besides the one little falter when he says he pleads the fifth on why Simeon isn't the quarterback or anybody else the quarterback, besides that, the coach constantly defends him. The players kind of defend him publicly. But we all know the truth. They're in an offensive meeting saying, what the hell, offense? We're out here playing great defense, and you can't do anything. Our quarterback sucks. They celebrate when Mike White comes on, comes into the game. They celebrate when anybody comes into the game. They publicly fawn after and recruit another quarterback to bring to this team. We all know what the rest of this team thinks about this quarterback and their chances offensively when he's behind center. Make the change earlier than 29-6. to six. Your season's on the line. You want to believe in Aaron Rodgers? You want to believe in the possibility of him returning? You have to make it possible that you have a chance when you get there. These games are imperative. You can't just watch Zach Wilson blow the game. He finally gets taken out after another play where he takes another bad sack where he should have thrown a slant. At least it's something. Like, he doesn't throw the football. 
I don't know how anyone can watch this and tell me Zach Wilson isn't a major problem. Are there others? We've become so comfortable, whether it be Daniel Jones, whether it be Zach Wilson, whether it be anybody else. We have become so comfortable pointing out the fact that there are other flaws inside an offense other than the quarterback, instead of looking at the main purpose and the main person behind the flaws and the guy who's supposed to make the offense function. This is his third year. But, hey, no, the offensive line isn't very good. And, oh, well, who are the weapons they have? And they drive passes and blah, 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 blah. I, I hate to make the, the comparison because everyone is, and it's it's like the cliche thing to do. But Tommy DeVito made an offense work. He threw three touchdown passes while taking nine sacks. How the hell is that possible? Oh, but Chris, he holds on to the football. Yeah, so does Daniel Jones, and so does Zach Wilson. That's how you get nine sacks. That's how you get sacked all these times. Of course. You think it's nine straight-up sacks? Of course the quarterback held on to the football too long. He still threw three touchdown passes and on a team that managed to score 30 points and win a football game. It's it's maddening. It's maddening. And now the question is whether or not you move forward with Zach Wilson. And here, here the coach is unwilling to uh, go out on a limb and say something. Well, let me just tell you, Coach Sala, he's done. He's done. Put him out of his misery. Why would you bring him back? Why would you allow him to play Friday and be the face of a 47-12 to loss? Why would you do that? It's over. Is Boyle better? I have no idea. Is Simeon better? Probably, but not much. I get that. You're not going to Rodgers now. You're not going to a competent backup. And that's your GM's fault. But we know what Zach Wilson will do. We know it. And we know how the team feels about him. You're trying to spark something here. I just heard a caller right before I got on with Lori. What's the point of benching Zach? What's the point of playing him? What's the point of playing him? You have to give this team something to believe in, even if it is Boyle. They know what Zach Wilson does, and that's lose football games. And listen, uh, again, you can get on the defense. Today wasn't their best day, and they gave up big plays like they typically don't do. Wasn't their best day. But early on in this game, they are immediately put to the test after the special teams fumbles uh, the kick return. Immediately put to the test. And they force the three points there. They force three field goals to start this game. They're keeping their team in the game. And the offense gives them nothing. Nothing. It's about time they benched him. The only problem was it was 29-6 to already. They should have done it earlier. They should have done it once he threw that pick. But now looking at it, they have a short week to go play a Miami team that should have won their game by 100 points against the Raiders, but somehow managed to keep it close. And hopefully you can force turnovers and get this thing going. I don't know what, like, there is there any point left in this whole thing? We could talk about Rodgers and whether or not it's a miracle and whether or not the doctor should clear him and whether or not it's even plausible or whether or not he should do it and risk injury for the next season. I at this point, it's never going to happen because this team is not going to be relevant because this offense gives it no chance to be so. 
My God. And yeah, it's on it's on Garrett Wilson too. Can't fumble again. Zach Wilson is not alone in its blame for this terrible offense. And and I'll tell you this right now. The offensive coordinator is going nowhere. Nowhere. And I heard it on the post game about I believe I heard it on the post game about fear of Aaron Rodgers. It's not about fear of Aaron Rodgers. Nobody's going to fear the wrath of Aaron Rodgers if they fire the quarter, the the offensive coach. They believe that that will work. This whole season is a backup plan, which was a, to have Zach Wilson be your backup plan is an absolute joke. But this whole season has a black cloud hovering over it of what could have been. Aaron Rodgers came here and changed the franchise. He ran out of that tunnel with that American flag on 9-11, and everything was going to change. And it lasted four plays. He's won two MVPs with this offensive coordinator. Whatever you think of him, whatever I think of him, he's been brutal. He hasn't been able to make it work with Zach Wilson. No one has. And while I find the running game completely unimaginative, while I find the passing game completely unimaginative, while I think they're doing a terrible job, and and Hackett in particular is doing a terrible job, and it backs up everything Sean Payton said about the guy. Ultimately, this whole season has been let's just hope it goes okay, because they can't. They know what they are with Zach Wilson, and they're hoping for Rodgers next year and possibly the year after that. And they're not going to fire the coach he loves, who he knows he can win with. He's asked in the interview the other day on Pat McAfee. You know, your coach is under fire here. The offense kind of stinks. His immediate answer was, I won two MVPs with the man. That was his immediate answer. It's not just you're afraid of Rodgers. You want to move forward with Rodgers, and you know that's a successful group pairing. This year has just been an absolute debacle from the jump. You're not going to fire the guy when he never had an opportunity to coach the player. You brought him practically and hit a coach. It's not going to happen. You're not firing Sala. You're not firing the offensive coordinator. It's just not happening. You're not having someone else call plays in the interim until next year. Why would you do that? You're going to take this guy, his legs out from under him, and then give him the job back next year? The minute Rodgers went down, the season was across your fingers and hope something works out, and it doesn't because you allowed the backup quarterback to be the same quarterback who ruined last year and the year before. And this team is just unbelievably frustrating. They got pounded. They allowed the Bills to get right back into gear. We talked about how important it was to get off to a good start. If the Jets were to get off to a good start in this game, who knows how Buffalo treats it? Now, look, I know it ends up being 32-6. to six. I get it. And, it. and it wasn't that close. But this Buffalo Bills team is reeling. They just fired their offensive coordinator. They're losing games they shouldn't lose at home. They've already lost to the Jets. If the Jets actually don't fumble that kick return and go down and score points for the only the third time of this season in the first quarter, you might actually feel like, hey, you got something going here. And the Bills might question what the hell they're doing. Instead, you give them instant, instant, instant gratification and instant momentum. The Jets aren't capable of that. The path is so narrow, you can't take but one step astray. You just can't. Not with this team, not with this quarterback. And finally, 
If they go back to Zach Wilson, they have no idea what they're doing. If Robert Sala and this team go back to Zach Wilson, someone from on high is pulling the strings, which we probably think already. But there is a clear mandate. You know this. There is a mandate from someone on high that Zach Wilson is the starting quarterback if he's allowed to start on Friday. It's over. It's over. Whatever talent you think he has, whatever arm strength you think he has, whatever mobility or athleticism you think he has, it leads to inept offense time and time again. It's over. Why on earth would you allow it to continue? Because I'm telling you right now, not that it matters almost anymore after losing this game, but if they announce that Zach Wilson is the starting quarterback, every single shoulder in that building will slump. Every single player will put their head down and nobody will have any confidence that they could come anywhere near enough offense to even compete and stay relevant in a game against the Miami Dolphins. Nobody. And belief is and and believing you can succeed is half the freaking battle. And nobody who will suit up that day will think they have a single chance, including Zach Wilson. And we'll get to the miserable Giants and how even in victory they piss me off next because you know what? I'm not the bad guy. They're the bad guys. The fact I even have to think that I want Washington to go down the field and score a game-winning touchdown isn't on me. It's not on me. I know I tweeted everyone's to call me a loser and a loser mentality. It's not. I'm not the loser. I'm not the bad guy. The team that's 2-8 and eight and allows me to think such a way. They're the losers. They're the bad guys. I like the story of DeVito. I like how he played well. I like that Thibodeau, a young top draft pick that we're hoping develops into a major pass rusher, played well in this game and was all over the field. I like a lot of the different things I saw in this game. Losing was the best possibility for the New York Giants. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. All right, yeah, that's right. An awful day all around. Both teams had miserable days today. That's right, both. I opened with the Jets. The Giants had a miserable day as well, and I'm sorry. I understand that there's the thought of of you want to play well, right? I mean, you want to see good football. You want to see Thibodeau play well. You want to see Barkley continue to fight. I respect the hell out of Saquon Barkley. I really do. Like I'm, I'm, I, I never attack the player necessarily, but I just think, I this the, the the running back position in general doesn't deserve to be drafted second overall and in a dead season I would have traded him to get value but that doesn't mean I don't respect the hell out of who he is and how talented he is and still with nothing to play for openly talking about there's no such thing as loyalty and he's 100% right and still giving that effort and taking those hits on touchdown catches and playing the way he played in the second half of this game I respect the hell out of Saquon Barkley for the leader he is, for everything he is. I just don't think he should be on the team because I think they should have traded him because I don't think he helps enough. And that's the exact reason. They're 3-8 and eight now. What did that win get us? 
if you're a Giant fan. Like, what did it get you? You feel better? People are tweeting at me because I'm talking about how openly it's best to tank. I've been talking about this forever. I'm not alone. And I talked about how hard it is, how difficult it is watching the games, and you have that inert just fandom thing of watching and rooting for your team. I hate the Giants for putting me in this this position. I hate them for it. But I'm telling you right now, they were better off losing this football game and getting a better draft pick than they are winning it at 3-8. and eight. People are like constantly, what are you talking about? you got to build a winning culture. They won a playoff game last year. What winning culture did it breed? The season's over again. Before Thanksgiving, it's over. What winning culture did that breed? They need a quarterback. Oh, you can get a, uh, Brock Purdy's the last guy in the draft. Yeah, okay. Let's hope we let's let's hope we hit that. I want to give Dable and Shane the best opportunity to draft their guy. That's what I want because this season's dead, and they got nothing from this. I'm sorry. It's a nice story. Devito is literally playing well to keep Daniel Jones the quarterback. That's what this is. Danny, uh, Danny Devito, I'm losing my mind. Tommy, I wasn't even kidding. That's just the flip. That's just the flub. Tommy DeVito isn't going to be the quarterback of the New York Giants. It's not going to happen. He's playing and winning to keep Daniel Jones the quarterback. He threw three touchdown passes, which, by the way, he got sacked nine times. Nine times. The offensive line was not good in this game. Was it as bad as it was against Dallas? No. Were they overrun like they were against Dallas? No. But he got sacked nine times and still threw three touchdown passes and won a football game. Stop telling me it can't happen. What do you want Daniel Jones to do? The offensive line's terrible. Uh, He got sacked this many times. He's running for his life. Tommy DeVito threw three touchdown passes. He's thrown five in his first two starts. It's not Zach Wilson's fault. The offensive line sucks. He's thrown one more touchdown pass this entire season than DeVito has. One more. You can make it work with subpar offensive line play. Look around the league. The NFL is riddled with poor offensive line play. Burrow can't stay healthy. There's bad offensive lines all over the place. They figure out a way to score points and make plays and throw touchdown passes. But this Giant team at 2-8 and eight heading into this game, I'm, there is no benefit in winning the game. I, I understand the draft's a crapshoot. I get that. They might draft a quarterback and he won't be the guy. I, of course. But you have to take that chance because you know what? At least it's still a chance. Do you know what 3-8 and eight gets you? The same thing 2-8 and eight gets you. Nowhere. The coach isn't going to be fired anyway. Oh, well, listen, at least you know the coach is is still a good coach. He didn't lose the team. Why? Because they beat Washington, the worst defense in the league. Suddenly this win stamps the season for Brian Dable. They didn't fall apart. I'm first. I'm not. I'm not. And then here's the other thing. Like, people misunderstand what tanking is. Everyone said, what do you want them to do? Try and lose the game? Players can't try and lose the game. I'm not asking the players to try and lose the game. I know the players are going to play hard. They should play hard. They should play to win. The coach should coach to win. But here's the problem. Where the hell was this defense against the Raiders when the season was still plausible? Where was the defense then? 
Where was this offense against the Jets? Where was winning football when it mattered? They put themselves in this position where it's better to lose. I'm not the bad guy. I'm not. And anybody else who thinks the Giants should lose and better off getting a draft pick, they're not the bad guy. The bad guy is this franchise taking a playoff team last year and turning it into the slop we see this year. And putting us in a position where we need to be rooting for losses because the better draft pick is better for this team than some imaginary winning culture. There are times to tank and times not to tank. With the best quarterback draft in the last five or six years coming out, the Giants going absolutely nowhere, and the quarterback both being unsuccessful and another season-ending surgery where you can't trust him moving forward, this is the year to tank. This is the year to tank. But no, let's go to 3-8. and eight. Let's beat Washington again. Even when they're the dregs of the NFL, they've won seven out of the last nine against Washington. What did it get them? What has it ever gotten them? I want long, sustained winning. We're watching it from both these franchises. Do you know what provides long, sustained winning year after year, winning 10, 11 games? Do you know what, it, you know what secures that? Almost only one thing, a franchise quarterback. It's the only thing that will guarantee you 10, 11, 12 wins a year. That's it. Bill Belichick doesn't do it. The 2000 Ravens, the 85 Bears don't do it. One thing, one thing guarantees you to be in the mix for your division year in and year out. A playoff team, year in and year out. One thing. Sure, you could have a pop-up season. Great. If everything goes right you with a with a regular quarterback, you can have one year, maybe even two, if with a great defense where you, you find yourself into the playoffs. But if you want to do it for a decade, if you want to be the Colts under Manning, if you wanted to be the the Green Bay Packers under Aaron Rodgers, if you want to be the Patriots under Tom Brady, if you want to be the Kansas City Chiefs under Patrick Mahomes, if you want to be the team that's in the postseason year in and year out with a chance to win a championship year in and year out, you need a franchise quarterback. The Giants don't have one. And if they were 500 right now, I'd be saying, let's go DeVito. They're not. They're three and eight. They they have the top five pick. There are two quarterbacks at the top of this draft. They just sent what eight eight scouts to North Carolina to go to go watch May. They just sent how many scouts to Giants? You think North Carolina's riddled with NFL players? They go to see the quarterback. You know why? Because they need one. And today hurt their chances of getting the best quarterback from a group that drafted and developed Josh Allen. Now, but Josh Allen was drafted later in the draft. They saw their guy. He was a project. Other teams passed on him. They took him. They developed him. Could they still get their guy? Yeah, I mean, listen, if they get their guy in the second round or they get their guy later in the draft, then that's the way it went. And, I'm, and as long as they get their guy, ultimately I don't care. So we'll see if this win matters or not. But I want them to have the best chance. The best chance of picking the guy they believe is the guy is worth more to me than the third win of the season in week 11. With a backup quarterback playing well in hopes to keep a, 
an injured quarterback on the team making $40 million a year. That's better for this franchise? I hate to be the guy. I don't want to be the guy. I don't want to be the guy rooting for losses. I don't want to be the guy frustrated that they finally play a good game when the season's meaningless. I don't want to be the guy who's frustrated this defense finally gets turnovers and they finally throw touchdown passes. Now that the season's over to go 3-8, and eight, I don't want to be that guy who's still bitter about it. I don't. But that's on them. That's on them for doing this to us year in and year out. Winning culture. You're a fan. You, play, you, you just root to win the games. I get that. There are certain distinct times. It's a very rare occurrence. Hopefully it won't happen again for another 20 years. But look at the Jets. People actually tweet me and use Zach Wilson as an example why the Giants shouldn't tank. They go, look at Zach Wilson. He was the second overall pick. What does that guarantee you? The Jets beat the 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 Jets won a meaningless game against the Rams the year of that draft. And because of that win, they couldn't draft Lawrence. They had to draft Zach Wilson. If that's not the epitome of why you're better off losing football games. There were Jet fans that day who were making the same case a lot of Giant fans are making now. Hey, you play to win the football game. I don't know. What, who knows what, what uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to be. I like Zach Wilson just as much. I don't know. It could be. It doesn't matter. I want to win football games. I want to breed a winning culture. Do you think this franchise would be better off if Trevor Lawrence was the quarterback over Zach Wilson? That's what I'm talking about. I want this team to get out of the malaise it's in, not win one game against Washington, which it's already proven it can do. Don't you get it? It's not about just the six inches in front of your face. It's about look at what's been the last six years. Losing and losing and losing over and over again. And if you tell me it's a crapshoot drafting a quarterback, well, isn't it a crapshoot job drafting an offensive lineman? Hello, ne- hello, ne- uh, Evan Neal. Hello, Ever- Eric Flowers. Hello, Will Hernandez. Everything's a crapshoot. Everything. And you think you're better off suited that pick doing what with it? I'm not mad the players played to win and, De- and, and DeVito played well and Barkley played well and Thibodeau, and Thibodeau played well. That's not, I, I'm not, I don't think they should go out there and try and suck. No one's ever suggested that. But you can't be inept all year. Like they were in, where, where was this performance against the Raiders when the season was still on the line? They didn't show up to that game. Oh, they want to show up against the, the, the commanders, a team they know they can beat. Great. Great. Team with the worst defense in the league. Great. You want to put your head to the pillow tonight you know, or wake up with a big smile on your face, brewing your cup of coffee, going, hey, Giants won yesterday. Great. They're 3-8. and eight. The season's over. They're not any more likely to do anything. I mean, not, I mean it's just... 
You want the quarterback, man. I want one of those two top draft picks. I want to change this franchise. It desperately needs franchise changing. It it absolutely, with every fiber of my being, I know they need to change this franchise. They need a, a, a some sort of spark. They need some sort of just some dramatic change that can lift the franchise. Look at what what look at what's happening in Houston with Stroud. Look at what's happening. They're going to make the playoffs. This was a miserable football team. He has 300-plus yards of offense every week. He throws touchdown passes every week. Tank Dell. I just I got killed in fantasy because Tank Dell got 40 points. He's lifted the franchise. You want to say, well, look what Young has done in Carolina? I get it. I'm, I'm getting that anyway. It's the same thing with the Jets and Zach Wilson. Oh, why, why play Boyle over Zach Wilson? He's not better. Because I know what I'm getting with Zach Wilson. I know what I've gotten with Daniel Jones. I know what I've gotten with this team. I know. I'd rather have the best opportunity to go get someone who could be a franchise changer. But no, let's enjoy how, how well they played against Washington. Hey, they got, what, five, six turnovers? It never ended. Fumbles, picks, it was great. DeVito with the the Italian little celebration. Oh, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. I'm I'm really pumped. Now three and eight heading into a winnable game next week. Whooey. You know, they, they could be four and eight. Man, think about that for a second. Think about where they were and where they could be. They could be four and eight at, I think into the bye. That's fantastic. Four and eight, breeding a winning culture that I'm sure will help sustain them next year going to be great. I don't I don't know how anyone could see it that way. I just don't know how anyone could see it that way. Today was a frustrating day. Today's frustrating because they could have why not play like this against the Raiders when it would have mattered. Where this win could have mattered after that if you win the Raiders game. If you start to do things like like where was this performance? Now I know the the Washington threw the ball away. I know they got a bunch of turnovers. I know they fumbled a bunch. I know Washington sucks, but you could see the life. You could see the life in the team. There was none in Vegas. None. That's what's frustrating. Because they put themselves in a position where the life and the performance today means who gots. In fact, it hurts them. I know a lot of people don't see it that way. They think uh, very bluntly. My team played, I want my team to win, plain and simple. And I get that. And 99 out of 100 times in, a, in, in almost any other season, I'd be with you. I'd be with you. If the quarterback class wasn't very good, if it was, if it was Goff and Wentz, I might be with you. If, if Daniel Jones was only on year two after drafting him, I'd be with you. If Daniel Jones was excellent and just got hurt, and we expect him back next year, you know, ready to go, and he's been great the last two years, I'd be with you. But he's not been good. He's ended the season two out of the last three years with season-ending injuries that both required surgery. And they don't win with him, going on five and six years of this. And the quarterback draft, particularly the top two, are excellent. Now, do I know that for sure? No. But I'll take my chances, man. 
Because you know what? Drafting excellence at other positions doesn't help. Like, that's the other thing. It doesn't help. I think Andrew Thomas is pretty excellent at left tackle. He was injured this year, but what's it helped? They do a lot of winning because they have a great left tackle. That offensive line suddenly turned around with that left tackle draft. Saquon Barkley is as tough as they come. Saquon Barkley is as talented and tough and dual threat a running back as there is in the NFL. I love watching him play. He was great in this game. You know, love it. Drafted him second overall, touched by the hand of hand of God. What have they done since Saquon Barkley was drafted second overall? It's a real quick answer. Are you ready for it? Lose. That's what they've done. They've lost over and over and over again. There's one position you draft that changes your franchise. One. If you get that pick right, your entire franchise changes. And don't tell me offensive line, and don't tell me weapons, and don't tell me this, and don't tell me that. If you get the guy, like C.J. Stroud is, if you get the guy, he changes your entire franchise. I want the guy. I want the guy. We forget. When's the last time we, we took the guy? It was Eli Manning. Did it change the franchise? Hmm? Changed the franchise, didn't it? That's what I want. And I respect the hell out of Eli Manning, but I saw his interview. He's 100% wrong. I, dis- I could not disagree with Eli Manning more. He said he literally, the words came out of his mouth, you know, Daniel Jones is playing great, really talented. You don't just get rid of him after one bad year. One bad year? Eli. I know you're busy doing a million different shows and a hundred thousand different commercials, and I, I get it. Have you been paying it one bad year? It's been one good year, and even then, you didn't throw touchdown passes. They they pulled victory out of out of their asses. Sorry, sorry. This was not a good day for the New York Giants. It wasn't. It was a terrible day for the Jets. And it was a terrible day for the New York Giants, even in victory. And that's what's so, it's just unbelievable. They can't even lose right. They can't even lose right. 877-337-6666. I would love to debate with anyone who thinks the Giants were better off winning this football game. I'd love to hear a legitimate answer. I'd love to hear one, honest to God, other than I suppose the only argument is at least, you know, the coach isn't an out-and-out debacle. That Dable, that it didn't just completely spin out of control and he lost control of the team. I, I guess that's I guess that's it. That's the only one. I can't think of another honest... Don't give me winning culture. Call me up. Tell me winning culture. We'll have a nice discussion. 877-337-6666. So that's the theme of the first hour of the show. A miserable loss, a miserable victory, miserable football. And these two franchises who can't do anything right. Even when, even when the Giants win, they lose. And even when the Jets pull the quarterback, they do it too late. Like there is... You can't make it up with these teams. You can't make it up. I mean, the, Jet, the, the Jets fumble the opening kickoff. I mean, it's just, oh, my God. But, hey, DeVito's a nice story, right? It's going to be great. New Jersey kid, Don Bosco, uh, 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 what's his name, Prep? What's the name of that school again? Don Bosco Prep. Great. Such a nice story. I can't wait for him to maybe be the backup quarterback next year. 
Like he's playing to keep Daniel Jones on the team. That's what he's playing for. Daniel Jones owes a mistake dinner. Let's see if we can squeeze one call in before the break. Mark in Staten Island, what's up, Mark? Yeah, how you doing, man? Good, how are you? Um, so so the Giants can't afford basically to win this week, but um, how can you ask a team basically to lose? I'm not you asking. Could yeah. they, you could have prayed that they, 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 they would stink up like every other week, but, but yeah. the team would basically play to win. Unfortunately, they didn't do this the whole well, year. But Right. Exactly right. Look, again, here's the thing with tanking. I'm not asking for them to not play to win the football game. All right? That's not what I'm asking. I'm not saying Barkley should sit out or Barkley should drop passes or the quarterback should throw the ball into the the, the arms of the defense. I know what they're going to do. They're going to go and try and win football games. I get that. No one's saying that they're not. My point Correct. is, is they've there's, been... no benefit, there's no benefit from it. You, you, you're right from that. Yes. I can't debate with you what benefit there is from it. Right. But unfortunately, the, the, the players are going to go out right. and going to want to win. No, I understand that. Again, this isn't, this isn't me saying, oh, my God, how could the Giants go out there and play well? My point is, where were they against Vegas? This team has been inept for how long? How long has this team been inept? All, I mean, just the, the defense completely fell apart after three good weeks. The offense has completely stunk, and today they decide to go out and play well when it doesn't help them. And it's more of just so frust- I think that fr- it's forced- just more about frustration. I'm not. I'm not. Necess- I'm mad that they haven't. I'm mad they haven't played well up until this point. Like I'm not actually mad at the the the, the players or the coach. Like I'm. I'm not mad at them because I understand they're doing what they got to do. I'm just saying ultimately they were better off losing this football game. That's it. They were better off losing it. This isn't like the Jets where I point to a certain thing and go, they, how could they do that? How could Zach Wilson throw that screen pass into the ground? There was open yard. There was five, six open yards. Go, even if it's three, go get three yards on first down instead of throwing the ball into the dirt immediately. Or how could you fumble there? Or how could you do that? Like the Jet game, when it comes to wanting to win and losing, I can point to things. I'm not going to look at this giant game and go, oh, my God, how does DeVito throw that touchdown pass? They, they got, don't they know they got to lose? It's not, it's not necessarily that cut and dry. Now listen, before DeVito, we before he was throwing touchdown passes, like I would have I would have proposed letting the young kid play as opposed to going back to Tyrod Taylor, who I thought Tyrod Taylor might give you a better chance to win a football game, but hey, let's let's see the kid play. No need to go back to Tyrod Taylor to try and win a football game. Let 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 DeVito play. Now DeVito played better than I thought any than I think anyone thought he could have played, even if it is against one of the worst uh defenses in football and I think the worst pass defense in football. So like, he played better than I thought he would. He threw three touchdown passes. The offense looked better than I thought it would. But I, I'm not mad at them. I'm mad at them for putting them in the position where this game hurts. I'm mad at them not showing up against the Raiders, in particular that game. But I'm mad at them for being miserable to start the year. I'm mad at 40 to nothing against the Cowboys. I'm mad at everything that's transpired from, from, from the beginning of the year till now. From the miserable performance against the Jets and giving that game away, from the Raider game, you know, all, all those other games that cost them. Like if they win the Jet game, they win the Raider game. I'm 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 rooting the he- I'm thrilled they won this Washington game. Now you're talking about a five win team. I'll roll with a five win team. Five and six, I'll roll with it. But they lose they give away the Jet game. They don't show up against the Raiders. So it's frustrating when they're miserable and you finally pass that line of demarcation where being miserable is the best thing for them, and now they show up.
It's not about being mad at the players or expecting them to do different or the coaching staff and expecting them to do different or handle it differently. That's how you handle They don't know another way, and I don't expect them to. Again, we're misconstruing what tanking is. There are certain things. Don't go back to Tyrod Taylor. That's, a, that's part of tanking. Let DeVito play. Don't go to the experienced veteran who won't make the mistake and could win you football games. Now, this is before he played well against Washington. But, like, that, if, if, if Tyrod Taylor was healthy, no, 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 we'll roll with Dorito. That's a little bit of tanking and how you can make some decisions based on what's better for losing or just, you know, why go back to him? There's no point. There are decisions like that that can be made. Someone's injured, don't even, why push through? Like Andrew Thomas was banged up. He was healthy enough to play, play him, that's fine. But if it's even close, why play Andrew Thomas? Like, those are kind of some tanking decisions. But on the field, no. Give your best game plan. Go out there and play the best you can. Go try and win the football game. I don't expect anything less from them, nor do I want them to do anything else. But it's just frustrating. That's all. It's frustrating. And I'm certainly not going to celebrate the victory. And that's what bothers me. What bothers me is I'm a Giant fan, and I can't enjoy the victory. Now, you want to say I'm making that a, a conscious decision, and I can enjoy it if I want to? I suppose that's true. But I, I want what's best for the franchise. I don't want what's best for a 2-8 and eight team. Honestly, I don't. If, if those two things uh, were connected, if what's best for the franchise is also what's best for the 2-8 and eight football team, fine. If, this is, if they drafted a rookie in with 2-8, and eight, no, go win football games. If this, was, if this was Daniel Jones' second year, go win football games. If the top of the draft sucked, I don't know. If I thought Daniel Jones was actually their answer and played great and just a couple of bad lucks or got a couple of bad games and lost a couple of games and then got injured but looked fantastic, the offense looked good, Daniel Jones looked like the guy who deserved that contract, again, win, go, go win football games, no point in tanking. Daniel Jones was both ineffective and now ended two of his last three seasons with injury that will require surgery. The team has lost with him over and over and over again. And at the top of this draft happens to be two of the best quarterback prospects since Trevor Lawrence. I don't want to miss on them so that I can be 3-8 and eight against and, and win a meaningless game against Washington. And it sucks they put me in that position. That's on them. It's not on me. It's on them. They're the bad guys. I'm not the bad guy. You might think I'm the bad guy. You might think that this is not how fans act. I'm rooting for what's best for the franchise. And there's a clear cut. This isn't baseball. This isn't baseball where losing guarantees you anything. The top of a baseball draft. You won't even see the player for five years. This is getting the most important player. Like if 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 you if you knew the 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 Mets or the Yankees could, you know, lose on a dead season, if they lost every game the rest of the way, they could guaranteed to get a Mike Trout. Or they're guaranteed to get the next Randy Johnson. You'd rather win 78 games than 72. So you can't I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like we're hoping that the, one of these two quarterbacks are franchise-changing players at the one position that is a franchise-changing position. They're, they're out there for the tanking. That's all. So I'm, I expect, I'm glad they played well in some areas, especially Thibodeau. It's a nice story to watch DeVito throw touchdown passes. But ultimately, if that hurts the chance... Being three and eight is not worth hurting the chance of getting one of those two quarterbacks. It just isn't. And I don't know how you make a case that it is. Eight seven seven 
337-6666. Continue to take your phone calls on this. On both of our miserable franchises, even in victory, there is defeat. 